Do you want to improve your relationships, boost your mood, and increase success in life? Maybe achieve a six-pack of abs someday or a big fat bank account? Well, then it's time to start using positive language. By shifting the words you use, you can change your mindset, communicate more effectively, and attract positive outcomes. And that's what I want for you guys. And that's what we'll be covering today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. I think the words we use are extremely powerful. Maybe you've been able to tell because I kind of hint at this in other episodes. But what am I talking about when I talk about the language you use? Well, it's it's actually words that we use that form beliefs. Or sometimes when I hear certain words or language, I already know someone's belief when they haven't really stated it. And so I kind of want to define what positive language first can do. What is positive language? I I think positive language is words we use that control our focus. Positive language, I'm looking at my notes right now, it's hopeful, it's optimistic, it's motivational, it sets our mindset, it produces a positive result. And I think that we align with our beliefs. So, So what we say is kind of a door to see what our beliefs are. And, and an example I have on this one where you know that the, our words align with our beliefs is a coffee example. So I brought this up before, but have you ever heard somebody that says, hey, uh, I can't work right now, I haven't had my coffee, or I can't function, or I'm moody because I haven't had my morning coffee yet. And I think it's a, that's a pretty common one, and that's actually why that's one that I use a lot. You know what that actually is? That's actually a crutch. You're saying, I can't do the work that you're paying me to do, or I can't be nice to you, or whatever it is, because I haven't had my cup of coffee. And so if that's true, that's a crutch. You can definitely perform and do your work and be a nice person without coffee. What did people do before we had coffee? There were times where we didn't have coffee to uh, rely on to wake us up. And so what did we do? But that's, that's a crutch. And so our language that we use, like I have to have my morning coffee, gives you this belief that you can't perform the best you possibly can without it. I think our language forms our habits. And the story I want to tell is, you know, there's a a friend I'm thinking of that he just, he has low self-esteem, low confidence. And um, I'm going to tell a story. I don't think this, this guy is an ugly guy, but I wonder if he thinks he's just not good looking or something like that. And so let's say this person I'm thinking of had an identical twin, only they lived like across the country or something. Let's say one was Wyoming and one was Georgia, you know, something like that. They didn't know each other, but they were identical twins. One of them had low self-esteem, low confidence. Let's say he did think that he wasn't a very good looking guy. What type of habits would he have? Would he be going to bars and parties and social events and hanging out with coworkers at lunch and stuff like that. And if he thought he was ugly, like would he be trying to meet women and girls uh, 
in these different situations or these different social events and stuff? No. He would probably have habits that were more introverted or more stay at home. So he'd probably be like a movie buff. So he'd watch a lot of Netflix or he'd play a lot of video games or he'd he'd do like only guy events, you know, whatever that might be. He might hunt a lot or work on cars or build uh, garages with his buddies and drink a six pack of beer and just like very limited contact with, um, with women. And then you have the other guy who lives on the other side of the country, identical to this other person. And he doesn't think he's ugly and he has high self-esteem and he's, he's a more confident person. Now, would he be going to these social events that I listed earlier and, and meeting women and talking to women? Yeah. And who is more likely to have a spouse, a relationship that they're proud of? And it's probably the guy with the confidence. And so it's our language, it's our beliefs that, that form our habits. Because nobody that thinks they're ugly is going to be extremely extroverted with the, with the opposite sex, maybe. And that's, this is just a totally made-up story. Because I think... A lot of these words and these beliefs control your weight or it controls your yo-yo up and down weight loss and weight gain. You know, you say things like, I, I can never last on a diet. Well, you've never actually tried to last. You always get to a certain point and you quit. And it's for some people, it's the exact same point every single time is when they quit. You guys have heard me say, you know, don't call yourself a big person because a big person has certain habits. Yes, I know if you gain weight and you cross the threshold, yeah, you might actually be a big person. So I'm not saying that uh, to have like positive affirmations because I think that I think positive affirmations are ridiculous. Like, you know, if you are a big person, just say, I am skinny, I am skinny. And then eventually you will be someday. I don't believe that. I mean, I don't think that I'm going to think to myself, I am a billionaire, I am a billionaire. And then one day I'm going to wake up a billionaire. I don't believe in the positive affirmation stuff. But I don't think that you should be constantly be calling yourself a big person. Or have you ever met the the bigger person that's always cracking jokes about their own weight? I don't think you should be doing that either. I think because you are aligning with what a big person does, you're like almost advertising it like, hey world, I am big, so I eat huge portions. Duh, doesn't that fit? I think we do that to ourselves. I think we do it with being busy. I think I think a lot of us think we're way busier than we are. And if you think you're super busy, after you listen to this uh, episode, or if you can listen to me and pull this up on your phone, so don't shut this off because we're, we're about to be done, but don't shut off this episode. But if your language says, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy to everyone, can you please pull open your screen time for me? Most of the cell phones nowadays track your screen time, go look for it in your settings, search for it in your apps, whatever. Look up your screen time. Is it one hour a day, two hours, five hours, seven hours a day on average? Are you really too busy? Don't align with that language of like, well, I don't know how to fit it in. You will never know how to fit it in if your language says, I don't know how to fit it in. So it's these words that are controlling your weight, your health, your life. And the first step is awareness. If you're saying something and it's the thing that holds you back, you know, for moms, uh, just recently I talked to a couple of uh, busy moms. They used the word busy, but, you know, they talked about programs they had done in the past. Well, uh, I'm like, hey, you've done a lot of programs 
uh, how, how come they keep ending? How come you haven't found the final answer where you, you lose the weight, you're, you're leaner than ever, and you love it, and you stick with it long term? Well, I'll be honest, it always ends up being some sort of event for my kids or some sort of like really busy week, and it's usually dealing with their kids. And and so if, if, if you align with what that person is saying, then your kids control your weight. And that means you won't be able to control your weight or your health until your kids move out. Okay? So if your kids are not grown yet, and you, and you have that belief, and your language always states that, you will not figure it out until your kids are gone and moved out. If you want that, sure, that's fine. You're listening to this podcast and yep, I'm just going to wait till they move out. But if you if not, if you're thinking about getting in shape now, then that's just the thing you're going to have to overcome. And the first step is your language. No more saying it while it's my kid events, you know, we do have 3 kids, 4 kids, 6 kids, whatever. You can't say that stuff anymore. You have to figure it out and you have to say language that supports you. So that's what I just wanted to do today is you guys know what I think about language. It's extremely powerful. So this episode didn't surprise any of you listeners, but it gave you some examples. I tried to use some common examples like the coffee crutch, the ugly guy story, and then the language that we use that hurts our health. So what I want you to do is watch your language. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.